0: Good morning, my friends and brethren in the Lord. I think you will agree with me that one of the greatest needs of the world today, for people today, is to have a hope. This world is full of darkness. People are groping for in darkness and didn't know what they can hope for. The future is uncertain. Our world is doomed and people are seeking for hope. And... We as Christians are so thankful, and we should be because we have a living hope. Let me read to us our text for today in First Peter chapter one, verse three to five. Verse First Peter one, verse three to five. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance that is imperishable undefiled, and unfailing, kept in heaven for you, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Indeed, our God should be praised, and the reason for that is that he gives us a living hope. Instead of punishing us for we deserve this punishment because we are all sinners, what God did is that He gave us something we could never have purchased or earned by ourselves. It's a gift. And what is that gift? It's a gift of new life. He caused us to be born again. This is what Jesus told Nicodemus that must happen for anyone in order to see the kingdom of God. That story we can read in John chapter 3. So being born again is the work of the Holy Spirit. In this same manner, when a baby is born, it's not the decision of the baby. It's the work of, uh, or it's, uh, it's something that uh, is given to him, you know, from the parents. they gave life to this newborn baby, even in our spiritual life as well. It's the Spirit who can give life. We cannot pump out from ourselves this life. It's a gift from God. Specifically, God caused us to be born again into the living hope. And this hope is anchored to the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Yes, when Jesus said that we are born again, and we can be sure that we will be forever secured, it's because of Jesus' big victory over death. Jesus proved that this hope is not a wishful thinking. He died, yes, but he rose again three days later and showed himself to many witnesses. Our faith is not a wish for a better world. The reason for our hope is an eternal is state with a father that, uh, that is uh, secured because of what Christ did. He rose from the dead. So on the basis of what Christ has done, his death and his resurrection specifically, that he is alive, we have this living hope. Because Jesus lives those of us Any one of us, anybody who believes in him, will also be resurrected. Because he lives, we shall live as well. Consequently, we could be assured of our inheritance. As children of God, as described by Peter here, our inheritance can never be lost. It is ours now and forever. Firstly, it is imperishable. It means that it cannot die. It's undefiled. It cannot be be corrupted or broken. And it's unfading. It can never lose its value. This inheritance of limitless worth is being guarded secretly in heaven for us. Not by our power. Not by anything else except by the power of God. He kept our salvation now when the Bible tells us that he kept our salvation he kept our inheritance we must ask ourselves are we really secured from suffering are we really secured from hardships no it does not mean that when we are secured in the Lord that no matter what our souls is secured in the Lord it doesn't mean that we will not suffer will not undergo some hardships in life Since later, Peter will talk about believers undergoing suffering. So here, God is mentioned by Peter as guarding our inheritance. And nobody can snatch us out from the hand of God. John 10, 28 and 29. The Lord Jesus Christ, who is our shepherd, assured us that nobody can snatch us as sheep out from his hand, even from the hand of the Father. This word snatching, this word, or this word snatching, is a military term. Or the word guarded here is a military term. It means we are shielded, we are kept, or we are protected. So how sure are we of our salvation? We are assured according to the promise of God, according to the word of God. It's not our word. It's not because of our goodness. It's not because we can keep it because we are powerful. No. It's because of the power of God. When he said nobody can snatch us out of his hand, we can trust him. God is God. And he is able to keep us even until the day. So my question for us today, for you and for me, do you have this living hope? Have you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you been truly born again? Have you received this eternal life? Sincerely in your hearts, have you repented of your sins and have trusted him into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior so that you can have this living hope? This living hope is founded on the promise and the personality of God that he will not lie. He can be trusted. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word today. Thank you that we have a living hope. This word is looking for hope. This word is looking for meaning. We can go to every place, every event, every happenings, whatever they are going to do, Lord. It may provide a temporary relief, but it's only Lord who can give us an eternal, everlasting relief. Because you are our God who is in control of everything. And your word is not the word of man. Your word is eternal. And it is irrevocable. Thank you, Lord, that you can trust that, as you have said, nobody, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ so that we can have this living hope. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.